0: Take five! Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio forward slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. You can also hear us on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio Saturday night from 8 to 10 Eastern. Make sure to subscribe to us on HerFantasyFootball.com so you can play our fun dice game that we have set up on FanDuel. Also, you can chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook forward slash Her Fantasy football. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley
1: Williams. And I'm Brandon Marianne
0: Lee. We are in week four, people. Things are getting real. We've got buys. Luckily, only two, but it is the New, York pa- or New England Patriots, so that, that might be unfortunate for others. And the Tennessee Titans, so no worries there. But, uh, yeah. Oh, it's are you kidding five. me? Kendall Wright's killing it,
1: man. Kendall Wright. I is have him all over it. the place. Yeah.
0: Kendall Wright is killing it. And Delaney Walker came back. So I'm actually happy they're on by for an extra week for Walker to feel good. So I can insert him week five. You know you what I'm go. saying? There you go. He is the perfect insertion. Insertion. Yes. Yes. Not just <laughs> the tip, but the whole Sounded minute. bad. Uh, let's move on. Let's get right into this, you guys. Thursday night game. This will be an interesting one. We got the Baltimore Ravens zero and three, and the Pittsburgh Steelers two and one.
1: Yes, this is my weekly update. Rashad Perryman is out. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. I'm the only one no. who's always gonna find that funny. Always. <laughs> uh he. Hey, Triple S. Steve Smith Senior is amazing. Woo! Last week, he caught 13 of his 17 targets for 186 yards and two touchdowns <laughs> versus Cincinnati. And if you saw him, it looked like he was in the middle of his own renaissance. He was like, it really I'm
2: amazing.
1: Was. And uh, yeah, La- uh, the week before, though, he caught 10 of his 16 passes for 150 yards after a rough week one. So it's easier to pass than run on the Steelers. So look for more. I'm all in for the Steve Smith senior swan song. That's right. It was so funny, of- I
0: played against uh, my friend Susie in our league, in our family league, and she has Steve Smith, and I just suckered some money out of her for my daughter's uh, fundraiser for her school, and she was, I was like, thank you so much, and she was like, oh, of course, I love your daughters, and I was like, yeah, I bet not as much as Steve Smith Sr. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> take that. I was like, yeah. He blew up. He I blew took up. I
1: took it. This is the year of the old guys, and I have to say, and I, I attribute this to you ladies in her fantasy football I have a lot of stock in Steve Smith Sr., Larry Fitzgerald and Brandon Marshall, and I love it. I'm Just not to be confused with Andre Johnson. <laughs> right, no, absolutely right. not.: That's true. No, absolutely not. Uh, however, none of us are high on Andre Johnson. I only have one league where I had him in, and I am in 15 leagues. So that's actually pretty decent. It just He just kept falling to me in that particular league like twice, and I was like, okay, at a certain point, I just have to take him. But other than that, I don't have him also because of her fantasy football. Uh, Crockett Gilmore is out versus the Steelers due to a calf injury, which is unfortunate because he's had kind of a you know interesting season. Rookie Max Williams is a high-risk, high-reward kind of play since the Steelers give up the third most fantasy points to tight ends but he is a rookie he is a tight end it's a little scary I'm worried about Justin Forsett for this year uh ouch no (sighs)
0: longer a week year issue Do we drop him
1: I don't think you can drop him but I what I'm going to say is I think you need to pair him up with someone else and work out a trade whenever you think that you want to drop someone think can I pair them with someone else and do a trade where I can get the better deal here um, he's only averaging 3.1 yards per carry, only getting 10 to 15 carries per week. Uh, this is a tough matchup since the Steelers are giving up the second fewest points to running backs in general. Look for more struggle. Again, just pair him with someone. Get rid of him as soon as possible. I don't well, know and what in, is going And in on. fairness,
2: the Ravens have never been 0-3. No, this is a completely weird year for In them. their entire yeah. like, history of organization. So it's so bizarre. Other than Steve Smith Sr., no one's doing anything on this team, really. Other than you said, the Crockett Gilmore, but... Well, but Joe Flacco's thrown quietly over for over 300 yards two games in a row and two
1: touchdowns. Um, it's a nice matchup. He might be a sneaky, cheap daily play. I, I, listen, if unless you're in a two-quarterback league, you're not picking up Joe Flacco. But I, I, I think that – and the upside isn't great, but he has been decent.
0: Well, hey, there's people – that are out, you know. Lux and day to day. Drew Brees might not be playing. Ben's out. Romo's out. Out. You know, Tom Brady's on bye. We're in kind of help me out mode. So you're right. But there's We're better options.
1: Well, but they're passing a lot. They're not
0: running. Right.
1: That's the problem with Justin Forsett. If he's only getting 10 carries a game, there's only so much he can do, unless he's Anton Smith from last year. But, uh, or Carlos Williams from this year. But my point is, is that it is... A pass happy team that's always playing from behind because their defense isn't the same. It's a very weird year for them. I don't know what it is, but if you are in a desperate situation and you've been like trying to rock Luke McCown or something, you might need Joe Flacco. Yeah, sorry.
0: Well, Pittsburgh Steelers as we were just talking about uh, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys, I know possibly four to six weeks. We don't oh. know sprained knee and a bruised muscle, which seems to be the bigger problem. So it'll be interesting. It is Big Ben. He is tough, really, really tough. So maybe he'll come back sooner than later. But while he's out, we have Michael Vick. Um, great offense, so many weapons. Michael Vick is still not my favorite plug-in player here, you guys. No. no. The turnovers no. are going to be out of control. Just a lot of turnovers in this future. So... We're not going to play him, but I told you not to play Heath Miller last week. And what happened? He got you just will. over one point. I know yeah. it hurts. It hurts. You're
2: like the Heath Miller whisperer. I am. You really are good with Heath Miller. I,
0: <laughs> like, I should always do tight end because, yeah.
2: like,
0: you are hundred like,
1: percent on Heath Miller. I'll yeah, it's like yeah. she totally
2: has ESPN. <laughs> With Heath Miller. I yes, know. Yeah. It's
0: true. Mean girls. Mean <laughs> girls. Miller. I love it. Oh, girls <laughs> is so
2: good. It's so good.
0: Uh, yeah, it's so good. But listen, I think he is going to have a better week this week. If you are hurting in tight ends, I'm okay with you plugging in Heath Miller. I don't think he's going to get you 10 points. But I can see that Michael Vick might drop the ball to him a few more times. He might get you around that six-point range, which if that's good enough for you, then I'm totally good with you putting him in there. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Mark it now. Uh, Five to to seven points right there. Um, Le'Veon Bell, though, should have a really good game. Uh, I'm excited for him. Even though Baltimore is tough against the run, Latavius Murray was able to get 65 yards rushing and a touchdown and 22 yards receiving. So Murray is no Bell. So I'm all in on Bell. I'm totally into it. How sad was it that D'Angelo Williams only touched the ball once? Does that make you mm-hmm. feel bad? I mean, we knew it was gonna happen, but the reality of it—it's happen, happen. just sad. Oh,
1: really. I know he lost we, that weight; he got good, and then and then
0: we put him he on the was great, golf. but I that's know. the way it is. That's the way it that's, is. That's football. football. Um, as for wide receivers, Baltimore has given up just as many yards to the wide receiver two than the wide receiver one. So, you know, although it was a crazy game last week against Cincinnati with AJ Green, we're gonna let that one go. Um, but in general, you know. That Marcus Wheaton, Darius Haywood Bay kind of situation might have a nice game. If I had to lean towards one, I would pick Haywood Bay. Um, you're still obviously going to be playing Antonio Brown. Just don't expect twenty four points this game because it's it's Baltimore's defense is pretty good. So a lot of
1: people are high on Vic. I'm with you, Courtney. I think it's fool's.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are on the crazy train of yeah. Vic. Oh, because of this offense, but you can't. They're not bad, no. and even even the coach was like. We're going to be changing the offensive scheme. We're going to be changing yeah. it to Vic's scheme. We're not going to expect Vic to come in and play Roethlisberger's game because it's just not who he is. Vic is not familiar with Steelers' offense, regardless. So it's going to be a mess for and I think personally for two weeks. So th- there's,
2: there's better, better, hotter options right now. Yeah, Dare I better, say Tyrod Taylor and Andy Dalton. Not dare I say. I'm huge on them. And Derek Carr. Eli Manning.
0: Yeah. And Derek Carr. There's just yeah, Derek Carr. There's Joe Flacco. Yes, there's better matchups, you guys. So it's not my favorite. So I agree. Blah blah blah. And don't forget, next week Martavius Bryan is back as well. So Hayward Bay only for one week. And then we drop. Uh, let's move on to Sunday morning games, the New York Jets versus the Miami Dolphins.
2: Yeah, so we've got Miami gives up the eighteenth fewest points to quarterbacks, seventeenth fewest to running backs, eleventh most to wide receivers, eleventh most to tight ends, ninth most to kickers, and seventeenth fewest to defenses. So we've got if we're a Jet, you know we got some good weeks for wide receivers, Brandon Marshall, um, good one for Chris Ivory as well. But Chris Ivory issue, except is for a the big Brandon
1: Marshall uh, flip. Well, back. I'll get to that. I'll, oh, okay. I'll get to okay, that. Okay, okay. I'll make sure we'll to we'll that glorious the same
2: that gloriousness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chris Ivory was active in week three, guys, but he just never got in the game. It was it like it was fool's gold of they activated him, that got your hopes up, and then they decided we're not gonna risk it. Um, he warmed up. He thought he said he could play, um, but Todd Bull said that he missed a lot of practice during the week, and so you know he felt more comfortable with the other guys, and that's what he did to make sure you know they were fully up to speed, and that's what he ran with. So. Uh, Chris Ivory did participate in practice though on Wednesday in a limited capacity, but that's, that's good news there. And I will say again that Blau Paul, he had 10 carries for 31 yards and seven catches for 44. So again, if you're in a little bit of a weird situation and you need a flex in like a PPR situation, he's not bad. I agree. This is three weeks in a row, guys, that he's been highly incorporated in the game. We've got Chris Ivory, again, a limited participation. I think this will be another week where he's going to see similar action. He may not in a few weeks, but as of right now, he is still a guy that is viable for a flex position that is very – quite possibly on your way or still. Brandon Marshall, that mm. lateral. Oh, my. So <laughs> <I don't laughs> he had 10 know. catches yeah. for 109 yards and a touchdown. Um, but, you know – This was surpassing 10,000 receiving yards for his career as well. So a big shout-out for Brandon Marshall there. Congratulations. I'm sorry it happened on a game where it is basically being, like, swallowed up by the fact that he had the first down. He didn't need extra yardage, per se, in that moment. They had, like, four minutes still left in that quarter, and then he does this crazy lateral, and it fumbles. What was he thinking? He wasn't. Football knowledge, man. It's tough. Let's just say he got a good little speaking to, and he won't be lateraling again. Anytime soon, (laughs) they won't be making those plays for him. No, he's not part of that. Um, Yeah, he got he got an earful, but he's still a good play this week, guys, because Miami has been giving up a lot to receivers, and it's Brown Marsh has been doing all the Dolphins. Just don't expect him to lateral. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Eric Decker, his status is still you know, uncertain um, to play this week. you know, Bull said he's not sure when he's going to play, so you're going to have to really watch that. And Daryl Rivas, he's sore, but he's expected to play in week four, so that's good news for the Jets' defense.
0: Bam. Davis. Well, let's just say the Jets' defense is really good, and Miami's defense is not. So yeah. that's a thing. That just happened. Um, yeah. Uh, Second-fewest fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks. And Tannehill looked awful anyway, so we're not going to start him. Uh, Tenth-fewest against the run, and Lamar Miller is still dealing with an ankle injury, so we aren't going to start him either. Second-fewest against tight ends, and Jordan Cameron has a groin injury, so we aren't going to start him. Ninth-fewest wide receivers, and with Jarvis Landry being on Revis Island, we aren't going to start him. I will say you are allowed to start Richard Matthews. There you go. You get one. One. Only one. Uno. Uno. Um, that's it, you guys, literally. Richard Matthews is a sneaky play for some reason. Some people are still not – don't even know who he is, which is crazy to me. He's a rock star. He got two touchdowns last week, and we're just on board. Uh, Hill is able to connect with him. Jarvis Landry is great, too. He'll get you those 12 points. I'm just not confident this week with being on Revis Island and – the frustrations Hannah Hill has portrayed on the field. So I'm just – I think your best bet is Rashard Matthews, and we're just going to move on from this week and hope the Dolphins get better. Okay? Jacksonville Jaguars and Indianapolis Colts. So TJ Yeldon, he's a
2: rookie, and he's <laughs> currently playing like a rookie. <laughs> he had 11 carries
0: for 33 yards. Oh, he's playing like DeMarco Murray, you mean. Oh, no, that's Man. actually way more yard's than him.
2: I mean, he was playing the Pats, but, again, that offensive line really isn't opening up a whole lot of holes for him. They need to work on that. But the good news is that the Colts give up the 11th most to running backs, so it should be a better week this week. Now, with that said, I hope you have another option because he's not an RB1. He can't be an RB2. He is pretty much, at best, a a hope and a pray and a flex. Yeah. at Because there's just better receivers out there you can get that are going to get more consistent points in a flex than, than TJ Yeldon will. But um, I will say that it should be better this week. But what that actually constitutes is maybe like six points versus three. So still not great. But um, Mark wide receiver, his hamstring sat out the entire second half last week. Um, he wanted to go back in the game, but they didn't want to, you know, further aggravate his injury and, you know, so consider him kind of someone that you can't really play because he's still kind of touch and go at the moment. Julius Thomas is unlikely to play week four. You've heard it. There it is. He's not playing, guys. Don't go there. And then Alan Hearns, he's got a thigh injury. He had a decent game. He is yeah, kind of he a did. low. He had a great game. He did, but it was a low target game, right? So he, he had good production, but he had 70 yards off two passes, and one of those was a touchdown. Um, so the targets weren't there, but what he caught, what he got was great, and then Allen Robinson was targeted nine times, but he only caught four for 68 yards, um, and 57 of those yards came all on the team's final drive, because if you were watching him, he had no points for you essentially all game, and then, you know, he at least got you a, b- a few, but um, it's just a really rough offense right now. They're still very much in growing pain, so... Um, if you have to, I would say to go with some of the wide receivers in this situation because they give the ninth most points to wide receivers. (coughs) So they've got a good shot, but it's a rough offense, guys. I think they need to lean on Alan Hearns more. Me too.
0: First. Me too. He's really good.
2: He's really good. He's really good in the plays that he had. He looked fantastic in terms of his football moves, but they just aren't targeting him.
0: And And I don't know why they... They just need to air it out. They're not confident. They're just not confident. Yeah. We'll get there. But the
2: good news, guys, is the Colts turned it around a little bit. Not until <laughs> ooh, the fourth it was a quarter, really. It was, a, it was a good comeback. But, oh, <laughs> man. It doesn't I really mean. I mean, do you guys feel any better after that? Or are you still just kind of like, ooh? I'm totally depressed about it. I'm still in mourning. I, I can't handle that. So, Andrew Luck went 11 for 13. <laughs> He only threw thirteen passes, so that's concerning. Oh, I didn't For see that
0: stat line before until right now. That's one hundred
2: forty-four yards and two touchdowns. That's great. The comeback happened touchdowns in the fourth quarter, good. so at least that shows they had a little bit of oomph to them to do a comeback there. <laughs> but Against I mean, it Titans. was right, but it was their first win of the year, so that's good. Now Andrew Luck's shoulder is listed as day to day. But Coach Chuck Pagano has basically gone on to say that he has supreme confidence that Andrew Luck will play in week four. So I think you should expect him to play. Again, you might have better quarterback options out there, guys. I know that sounds crazy to say, even though the Jags get the 10th most points to quarterbacks, but they just this offense is not gelled. T.Y. Hilton, his No, knee. you have
1: to start Andrew Luck if you have him against the Jaguars. Otherwise, you'll never – like, then trade him away. If you I won't start him see. versus the Jaguars, then you shouldn't have him on your team anymore.
2: You that's know what I'm true. saying? That's not true. If you've got a better matchup out there, I honestly be almost oh. play Derek Carr over Andrew Luck this week, and I'd still keep Andrew Luck. They're not gelling. He
1: led through 13 I, passes. I agree. I just feel like in season long, like if you have an Andrew Luck and you're not playing him, like, that's just too depressing to think about. Yeah.
2: It's incredibly depressing to think about because you took him in your first round.
1: Like, I'm ready to bench Jeremy Hill, but I'm not ready to bench Andrew Luck.
2: We are benching Jeremy Hill, but we'll get to him. But Andrew Luck's a personal choice, guys, and we disagree on it. But, you know. Um, If Hilton had a better week, he had four catches for 94 yards, so that is great. Um, He's getting closer and closer to being full strength, so we're starting to see a little bit more of that upside. And I really do think that as Hilton – Gets closer to being full strength. Andrew Luck's scores will also go with it. He's kind of like a little bit of a, a safety net for him. Frank Gore guys, about time. 14 carries for 86 yards, and he had two touchdowns, and he just looked better. We have to admit he looked better last yes. week, yeah. right? We we're, we're not the complete freak out, and they finally you know are going to him on the goal line, which is good. And then look for other guys to get used in terms of Philip Dorsett, Dante Moncrief, for their balls to increase even more because Andre Johnson nightmare is not stopping anytime soon. Uh, he's only had um, seven catches on 18 targets the whole season for 51 yards. And if he does have a good game, you trade him immediately. Immediately. Yeah. If he's even still on your roster. Yeah. It's sad.
0: Ugh. New York Giants, the Buffalo Bills. Giants. So this would be a good game for Eli and the receivers. I told you Randall had the potential to have a big game last week, and what happened? He had a big Whoa. game. On, By on the way, bench.
1: it's Courtney Kirby's birthday today, so it we want her, her to relish in all her victories from last yeah. week because she had a great so, week last week. So I don't remember
0: when i say things that aren't birthday. correct, so I only remember the things my favorite thing. Don't worry, I had him on my bench, too. It's okay. We're not going to hold out against anybody. It's fine. I wouldn't have started him. Um, But this week, I think you might want to play him against Buffalo's defense Um, that has given almost 250 yards and three touchdowns to the wide receiver twos. Um, So that's good numbers, you guys. It's a touchdown and 75 yards. Sign me up. I'm into it. Um, Victor Cruz was supposed to be back this week, but he had setbacks. Um, Wednesday in practice, so I have a feeling he's not going to be back in that lineup. I wouldn't put him in your lineup, even if he does start. The fact that he had to be pulled for practice again today is not my favorite. Him sticking through four quarters, I don't think that's going to happen yet. Um, The Giants running backs have been pretty close to worthless against (laughs) not the greatest defenses, so... I wouldn't recommend starting them against the Bills that have given up the 7th fewest fantasy points to running backs. It's not my favorite. They're on my bench. Um, Larry Donnell, though, is a tough call. I have a hard time with this one because he dropped two balls last week. Terrible. And he looked terrible. But Eli might still look for him. I know. Which is so frustrating. Because it's like, why would you do that? It's like it's like Peyton Manning looking for Owen Daniels. Like, why waste? Why waste that down? Why I do
2: lost that? to mom by point nine points, point oh, nine, so and so we're much. right there at the end zone. Emmanuel Sanders been his guy all the way up the field, and then they throw it to freaking Owen Daniels, and my boyfriend literally leans over and he goes, "It's a good thing." I'm like, I'm gonna kill you right now. Kill you. Kill
0: I. Him. That helps no one. It helps no one. No one. No
2: No one. one. Shout out Uh, to Adam Rank.
0: Good segment. It is the best. I I text, I tweet him at at Adam Rank. He's the best. Uh, So I will say this. If Daniel Fells plays, who is the backup tight end, he might actually see some action. He has been injured, so you have to keep an eye on that. But he might be a sneaky tight end play to play – if you need one, if you're desperate, because Larry Donnell is obviously having a hard time connecting. Let's go to the Buffalo Bills. Mm.
2: <sighs> running back woes, running back woes here. But the good news is that there's going to be at least some clarity this week for you because LaShawn McCoy, who you know had a decent game, you know he had eleven carries for you know sixteen yards and ten yards. It wasn't decent. It wasn't decent. But the good news <laughs> is, is that. He's has to fighting this hamstring injury. He's clearly at 100%. Rex Ryan has said he's playing on one and a half legs. I'm like, well, then why are you playing him? If he's injured, it. why are you playing him? And apparently he is unlikely to play in week four. They, they have finally figured it out. You're not doing anyone any favors. You're not helping him heal to get back to full strength. You're not helping your team out.
0: You're definitely not, not helping fantasy owners out. You're when definitely you're not, not fantasy ball help. off to Carlos Williams in the end zone I mean, on that two-yard line. I just want to hit him every single time. I love yeah. that. Well, Every that's the week. thing, is that
2: and, and Carlos Stayed Williams, because, because, you know, LaShawn's on one and a half legs, he's the goal guy right now because he's got to power through, right? So, Mm-mm. I mean, the goodness, we want them, I do, I want McCoy to not play this week and you are to play Carlos Williams because he had 12 carries for 110 yards and a touchdown. He was one of the top scoring running backs last week, and he looks pretty good. And hopefully not, but he might end up forcing a running back by committee here if McCoy doesn't get healthy quickly here which is not good news for McCoy owners. Seriously bad news. That was really terrible stuff. Thanks. What was, well, depressing. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is depressing. It is depressing. But if you have LaShawn McCoy, buffalo. you've been depressed for three weeks now. Yeah. Sure. Whereas if you got Carlos Williams, you're like, yeah. And I think he's going to be good this week as well because um, oh, yeah. the yeah, yeah. the most points go to running backs. The Giants give up. So he should be just fine. Also fun, Tyrod Taylor i borderline obsessed with him. I am. I, am. I have him in almost every league now. The Giants give the 13th most Mullen. points to quarterback, so he should have a fantastic game. He was 21 of 29 passes for 277 yards, which doesn't sound like a whole lot of yardage, and it's not, but he threw three touchdowns. And he had three carries for 12 yards. He just looks fantastic. He's playing better than anybody thought he was going to play. And the fact of the matter is, he's the fifth most highest scoring quarterback right now in fantasy. You can't not play him. He is QB1 yeah. status right now. No, that I'm all crazy. in, but I'm all in on him. Uh, and then make sure you watch for Sammy Watkins with his calf, uh, in terms of whether he's going to play, um, he he, you know, he probably will not play this week. If we're going to be honest Screw about him. it, for him, if sure, he plays, don't Make start sure you him watch it. Don't start him if he's going to play because the calf has been very day to day. It's been very spotty. Yeah. Um. So even if he does go, don't fast. don't roll with him. Carolina Panthers the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Great. I think the Panthers
1: may be the team that will make Jameis Winston look like a rookie. So um, I just want everyone to be prepared for that on the Tampa Bay side. So we'll get there in a minute. Um, But there's four interceptions on the year for the team. Only 48 points allowed total in three games. I'm intrigued. um, And I love Josh Norman, their cornerback, who is just killing it. And last week he had this interception that looked like the Odell Beckham Jr. catch. It was, like, behind his back. It was crazy. He is unbelievable shutdown corner. Cam Newton put up two great weeks together in a row of 27-plus fantasy points. So four touchdowns versus one interception in the air and two additional rushing touchdowns on the season. Greg Olson is back. I know the week one was so scary. Week one was so scary for everybody because I love him. But ends up, I think we're all going to be right. He's fine. Um, Feel free to play him no matter the matchup. Uh, Tedkin Jr., though is the second-highest targeted receiver on the team behind Greg Olson, and six or more targets in every outing. And as we get further into the bye weeks and we have more and more teams on bye, he might be a decent play, and it is a nice matchup this week. So if you play daily and you're looking for someone super cheap, consider Ted Ginn Jr., and I apologize if he's terrible. But he's one of those high-reward.
0: High I played yeah. him last week. Yes, I was happy. I like him you I like don't, him and do I don't You don't expect a lot out of him if you just need a filler runner because you have, like, Charles Johnson or somebody on your team. Um, bad matchup, Stevie Johnson, you know, you don't know. I, I put in tension and I was very, I was very happy with the results. I didn't need a lot from him. I just needed enough.
1: Exactly. Exactly. He's not the guy that you think is going to blow up, but he's the guy that's going to get you points. So it's an interesting place to be. Jonathan Stewart, panic.
2: Panic. I'm not panicking
1: (laughs) because I never take him. Right. Well, ever. Has. Uh, this is his easiest matchup so far. Well, usually it's that he's injured. It's not that he's not producing. So this is a very weird thing.
2: But no one's uh, ever known if he could produce because he's always injured. Well, he was great last it's year. It's the chicken before the egg. Well...
1: So this is easy, his easiest matchup by far. But, you know, so far he, he's only averaging 56.7 yards per game. He's questionable with a knee injury. Supposedly, uh, you know, that's been an issue for two weeks. That, that, Coach Rivera is saying that he's been hampered by this knee injury and that's why he hasn't been producing. I don't know. Maybe he should just sit to feel better, just like LeSean McCoy. I don't know. Uh, but no one else on this team should be annoyed. And um, the exchange with Ed Hockley, the um, referee and Cam Newton, has been this drama. I don't really care. If he's young or running or whatever was exchanged between the two of them, I've, I always think that terrible things are said to one another on the field. Maybe it's just me. So I was like, oh, I thought things were meaner than that. But anyway, so that's been a drama, but you can let it go. <laughs> between the ref and players, you always thought it was mean? Yeah. Okay. If I was a ref, I'd be like, oh, come on. Get your panties out of a bunch. Let's move on. The guys that are complaining about not getting calls, like, where's the flag? I'd be like, oh, really? You want a flag? Why don't you, like, try to play football? Bye. You're too young for that
2: flag. You're too, too young
1: for that flag. flag. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm glad Mike Evans finally had a comeback week with seven catches off his of 17 targets. Uh, that's a hint concerning, you yeah. by the way, that there were 10 targets that he did not catch, which says a lot of him and Winston. I was
0: going to say, uh, what, does, what is a target,
2: I'm not surprised. Mr.
0: Winston? We told you to,
2: at least I told you to, uh, avoid Mike Evans.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. No, we have not been on Team Mike Evans, but, but it was nice to see. at had 101 yards, no touchdown, but that's fine. Um, but uh, no thank you. Josh Norman's on him this week. No, no, no. Um, not happening. Vincent Jackson's the quintessential mediocre producer, kind of like Ted Ginn Jr., which is sad, but that's where he is. Um, but he's an interesting high-floor guy if yeah. you're going into bye weeks. So if, he if rarely someone's dropping in, out on you, yeah. Um, this isn't a good matchup, but they will come. And then Winston scored, uh, has not scored over 19 fantasy points, and he won't this week against the defense. They need to run, but the running has been bad. Sims and Martin combined for only 37 fantasy points Oof. out of three games. And Safarian Jenkins might come back after week six bye, so pick him up slightly on his bye week because no one else will because he will get targets.
0: Boom. Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Redskins. Well, finally, this team saw some success last week. Will it happen again this week? Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, But if DeMarco Murray is sidelined, I'm okay with you starting Matthews, you guys. He looked great. He looked great. He had 108 yards rushing and two receptions for 20 yards and a touchdown. So, that's okay. Um, Now, don't get me wrong. The Redskins are tough against the run in fact uh no running back has scored more than nine fantasy points in standard leagues yet against them so he's not gonna have as, as big of a game as he did last week but he's okay he's gonna be he's gonna be okay if he can get those yards he might not get the touchdown just prepare yourself um but yes uh it's fine Sproles continues to be that perfect flex guy. You know, he might get you one point. He might get you double digits, and I guess that's kind of what a flex is, right? We're just hoping for those double digits. Um, and I know Jordan Matthews didn't give you much last week, but I like him this week. Other than that, I'm not playing anybody else, you guys. If Demarcus Murray's in, I'm not playing him. Nope. Nelson Aguilar has been a complete bust thus far. I'm not saying he will be for the whole season, but thus far he has been. And Sam Bradford, it's just it's not happening. Redskins.
2: So update, Deshaun Jackson is still not practicing. Mm. I know we were concerned, but he's nowhere near his timeline to come back anyway. So, But I just got to give my Jackson update. Now, Garcon is benefiting from the fact that Jackson can't play. He had 12 targets, five catches for 64 yards. Again, those aren't magic numbers. But with bye weeks happening here, that might be enough to get you by. Or Kirk six, Cousins, six points. Uh, <laughs> borderline
1: magic compared to Kirk.
2: So it's, and that's gonna get, it's gonna get better and better because they're gonna work more and more together with Cousins. But again, this is not something you start weekly, but if you're in a little bit of a pinch and you're in a little bit of trouble, maybe a Julian Edelman and there's no one out there, um, he's, he's gonna get some points because they give it the seventh most points at wide receivers. So something to think about. Now we have a little bit of a running back issue, guys. And by little I mean a lot. They are basically in the committee, and neither are good. Neither of them are good right now. Agreed. So Morris rushed for just six attempts, nineteen yards. Uh, Jones was on the field for you know fourteen more snaps than Alfred Morris. So they're actually and Jones got the start, um, but he's got fumble problems, guys. And he's had these problems since college. And Jay Gruden is not into it. He says it's definitely a concern. He goes the two biggest trades in back are durability and ball security. He's proved to be pretty durable so far, but the ball security thing is an issue. We've got to get that corrected. Um, and I think he means it, and it's a problem. They're just not scoring any points. I would stay entirely away from them. I think and there's Calier another guy. Back.
0: And there's another dude. Came yeah, in and freaking guy. Thompson or whatever. It's just like, oh, oh it's I'm going to steal touchdowns and yards. It's fine. I'm not going to sure. talk him because I don't think he's fantasy relevant right now because I don't think you
2: should pick up any of these guys. Did you say you think Morris is going to get his job back, Brennan? Yeah.
0: I think. I, think I he... don't. I don't. I think Matt Jones is going to have a good week this next week.
2: But he hasn't been productive I'm not either. playing him. He's not, not, he's not, not rolling him. in the yards either. He had that yes. great game, and since then it's been – But it's been three games.
0: So one out of three games has been great. How many has Alfred Morris had that was great? None. None. I thought week one Alfred Morris did do well. Did he okay. did
2: okay. He didn't do great. So but I will saying... say that Morris, I mean, the fumbling's a problem. The fumbling is definitely a problem. So right. I'm, I'm, I just think it's a nightmare that you, you're never going to know which
0: week, who they're going to go with. So just stay yeah. away. Just yeah, stay entirely away. Raiders. Oakland Raiders. Sorry, I guess it's the Oakland Raiders and the Chicago Bears. Raiders. Raiders. I am totally into Derek Carr. Game
2: of the week a Tony Romo situation on your hands you've got you own Tom Brady like Brian said Falco <laughs> I, pref- I prefer Derek Carr to Joe Flacco he is a very very viable fill-in for you and a lot of people probably had not drafted him depend on the size of your league he had another great week guys this is he had the really rough outing the first week but put that out of your mind he had put together two really solid games Uh, He's completed 20 of his 32 pass attempts for 314 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions, and that was in week three, against the Browns, who have a really good secondary. So he was still able to throw on a good secondary and do it well. Um, I feel really good. I love the, the chemistry he's got with Amari Cooper. There's a lot of really great things happening there, and the Bears can give up some points. So talking about Amari Cooper, he had eight receptions for 134 yards. He's had 245 receiving yards over the past two games. And again, him and Carr are making sweet, sweet magic together. Crabtree didn't have the best game. He only had four receptions for 36 yards. But I do think he's going to bounce back this week. I really do. Um, They gave up the fifth most points to wide receivers. So they should all have a fantastic game. And Latavius Murray, 26 times he carried the ball, 139 yards and a touchdown. He looked great. And I want to point out, I want to give a big shout out to the Rangers, because it's very rare we get up shout-outs. But <laughs> Derek Carr, Latavius Murray, and Amari Cooper have more passing, rushing, receiving yards put together in week three than any other offensive trio under the age of 25 in NFL history.
0: There we go. Good stat. That, that of that one. That that a boy. I love that's obscure exciting. stats like that.
1: Yeah, totally that's obscure. Good stuff.
2: No one will ever be able to repeat that one again. But you know and what? And one of them was left-handed. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> and one of them is missing a toe also no, right
0: we're I kidding. but but i'm really guys i'm really into this team right now i will say that they are playing denver next week so plug and oh, play I'm not in this anyone week, versus Denver. but next not, week you have you can't play them so just kind of a rule you play have against denver. Derek Carr because you lost ben roethlisberger he's only good for a week he's this only good for such this a week. good matchup next week it's bad the week after that he plays san diego so it's going to be okay the week after that, he plays the Jets. And he's got Minnesota coming up. You know the Chiefs, the Broncos again. It, it is going to be. He does have a tougher end of the schedule. So just you know. I still like him,
2: especially if you're in Tom, Tom Brady, Brady world right now and you need someone for one week. Derek. Carr. Yeah. Oh so. yeah, then for sure.
1: Packers. Uh, Bears. Yeah, I do a, a videos for Roto World, and one of my videos was about stacking, which is where you put a wide receiver and a quarterback together in your lineup for Daily Fantasy. And I said that my pick of the week for a stack is Derek Carr and Amari Cooper. And then they were like, well, what about a triple stack Latavius Murray? I was like, that's a lot of Raiders in one lineup. That's a lot of Raiders. <laughs> so but I, I don't
2: hate it. I don't I, hate it. I
1: don't hate it, but that's, you know, come on. Uh, Chicago Bears, though, they punted on every possession last week, called that. I also told people to bench Matt Forte. So also what I do is this, like, Fades article where I, I tell you not to play people. And last week I said not to play Calvin Johnson or Matt Forte, and I was correct, which was very gutsy because it's very scary to put elite players like that on a list. But I was like, listen, these matchups are terrible. I'm not playing any wide receiver against Denver in Daly, and I'm not playing any running backs in Seattle either in Daly. Um, but certainly not with Jimmy Clausen under center, and I'm going to stick with that. Even in a bad ma- matchup, though, with non-existent quarterback, Forte did carry the ball 20 times, though. It was only for 74 y- yards, um, but he did still get the amount of work, and Oakland does not have the same defense as Seattle, and he's not in Seattle, so I do feel better about him this week. Cutler's still questionable with a hamstring injury, but all signs point to him not playing. Martellus Bennett has a great matchup versus Oakland because they gave up the absolute most points to tight ends. So I'm still telling you to, to do Martellus Bennett because I do think think that they're going to work on Jimmy Clawson with the short passes. That's Martellus Bennett. I feel decent about that. Um, and then Alshon Jeffrey is still questionable with that hamstring injury. If he does play, I think he's a must start as well. Oakland's allowed 100-plus yards to yeah. the number one receiver. I think that there's still going to be mess-ups because of Jimmy Clausen. but I think this is a much better game. Um, uh, and then I was going to sing, And nothing else matters. Because nothing else <laughs> matters with the Bears. It's over.
0: Thank you.
1: Houston Texans and Atlanta Falcons. Houston Texans, Atlanta oddly gives up the third fewest points to wide receivers. And I had to look this up twice because I did not believe it. I was yeah, like, I did weird. not. That's weird. But um, it's true. But Hopkins still is looks like he's quarterback and matchup proof. Uh, he had one bad game sandwiched by two great games. Um, he's had 11 or more targets in every game this season, three touchdowns on the whole year. He's averaging 84 yards per game. Quietly, he is the ninth highest scoring wide receiver in the league right now with Ryan Mallett and no Arian Foster. Speaking of, Aaron Foster might be coming back. He's officially listed as questionable. He is practicing on a semi-limited basis, but people are positive about this, and I need this. Why? Because Atlanta gives the up the absolute most points to running backs. So if if Aaron Foster is playing, you play him. If he is not playing, you play Alfred Blue. You heard We're me. Off blue. Oh, Alfred
0: Blue. Alfred Blue
1: had 31 oh, carries nice. for 139 yards and a touchdown last week, and he
2: will do it again versus Atlanta because Atlanta will let you run on them. I, I have say in roster. If you go to our rankings, I have Arian Foster ranked lower than most because I need a little bit more information. Are people have him ranked like two? Uh, no, that's crazy. No, 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 <laughs> which no. Which is no, crazy, no. which is crazy. But I will bump him up in the rankings all pending we get closer to game time to figure out if he's actually gonna go or not.
1: I agree with that. I'm just saying running backs are so bad this year that if Aaron Foster is playing against Atlanta, you have to play him.
0: Yeah, play. The, both of them have potential to have good case you if can. they both play. I agree. Yeah, for sure. This could be a very high-scoring game. I'm pretty excited um, because there is no question that he was starting Julio Jones. That's Julio. a must start. I just Julio. Julio. don't think Houston has anyone to stop him. He is, you know, He is slightly banged up. So, continue to watch his injury report, But if he plays, you play him. Okay? You're gonna play the man. He is a beast. Beast. And he's so good looking anyway. He really is. Yeah. He really is. Um, freakishly symmetrical. Freakishly symmetrical. It is so, it is. It's almost it's like creepy. Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's like, whoa. Whoa.
2: How is that possible when you have a job where you get hit all the time? Like, how has I... he not been like shifted slightly? Great oh
0: helmets. Helmets. Seriously, it's a good thing you need to go into boxing. Uh, Matt Ryan ended up having a nice game last week, and yeah. uh, you can keep in your in lineup, you guys, this, this week as well, because Houston has given up the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks, and if Alex Smith can get 23 points against Houston, Matt Ryan can have 20 cents, So I felt so that, right for yeah. you guys. We'll get
2: to that in
0: the next one. Um, I know, we should have started off really the whole show just – Way to go, Alex. Way to get a receiving touchdown. It was amazing. Anyways, we'll get there. Um, Devontae Freeman was a beast last week with 30 attempts for 141 yards, three touchdowns, 52 yards in the air. Amazing. I have a league where I am, like, hurting on running backs. So I played Devontae Freeman, like, as, like, I had to. And I'm like, Amazing. Him and Greg Olson in the same league it was, like, awesome. 70 points without anybody else playing. Um, anyways, but this is going to be a very tough matchup for him. Um, but if the Falcons keep airing the ball out, it's just going to open up the oh, field. Yeah. You know, it's just the field's going to be free for Freeman. You know, see what I did there? So I good. like it. I like it. Free Freeman. I'm into it. Uh, I'm still playing him this week, you guys. I don't care if it's a tough matchup. Um, and I like Hankerson as well this week as a flex. He didn't do much last week, but I feel like that's going to be that he's going to have a good week this week since he's the clear number two guy, Roddy White. Again, nothing, no catches, drop him, it's done, it's over, we're, we're moving on. Kansas City Chiefs vs. the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: Well, you may have missed this, but Jamal Charles is the highest scoring running back in standard scoring, number one. Play him. Remember when everyone, like yeah. going into the season, was like, I think that Jamal Charles might fall off with productivity. Yeah. And he's really old. And... He and Matt Forte are just so terrible. Yeah. How are you liking <laughs> Jeremy Hill? Mm. Mm. That was How's my Jeremy Hill. That Jay Anderson
0: turning out. Mm. Uh... Didn't draft either one of
1: those guys. I wrote in all caps Jeremy Macklin scored a touchdown and finally had a fantasy performance worthy of his talent.
0: Yeah, he did. So good. You know, he wasn't, even, he wasn't even excited when he got the touchdown. He was like, F, yeah. That's he what's just ran off the ago. field
2: yeah. with the ball. I'm assuming he saved the ball because it was his first
0: touchdown as the Chief.
2: But it he was should just have like given was, it
0: to Alex Smith because it was his first touchdown ever. It was just a beeline. It's not his first <laughs> touchdown ever.
2: <laughs> You're hatred like it of it's Alex been Smith. so long. Oh, man. It's been so long.
1: Eight catches for 141 yards and a touchdown. Whew. Alex Smith, you know, meh. It is what it is. Okay, but
2: you know what? I was watching this game, and I'm like, you know what, Alex... And I know that I am on the higher end of Alex Smith. You're an Alex fan. Fandom, mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that offensive line is appalling. No, he not. had zero time to throw. Like, I'm sitting there watching him, and I'm like, we don't even know if he is could be a decent quarterback because he has no time to throw. Like, it is awful. Sometimes when we have extra time in the show, which we never have,
1: I would love to discuss that. I wonder if – because I feel like we've, we talk about bad offensive lines a lot this year, and I'm wondering if actually people's offensive lines are worse or if defenses are just bigger and faster. Because you're right. People have less time to throw the ball, but it's across the board. So it's, it's
2: intriguing.
0: It's a lot of injuries. There's a lot of injuries this off season. It's a what lot. the deal is. Yeah. A lot of injuries. <laughs> not we knew not that. everybody's healthy.
2: But then um, you also sit there and look at the fact that Kelsey is having a good season,
0: right?
2: Yeah, he's involved.
0: He's involved.
1: That's my next step. So Travis Kelsey's is very involved, with his, and his numbers have, haven't been as gaudy as in week one. Um, but still, he got 10 targets last week, um, six catches for 80 yards, and a two-point conversion. He didn't get the touchdown, but he normally does, so he's still a starter. But you know what? This is how the team is built. The team is built that Alex Smith doesn't turn over the ball, which he hasn't been as good at this year because of the offensive line. Uh, Jamal Charles does everything. And then there are a couple mm-hmm. key players. And then Travis Kelsey comes in and does, you know, t- scoring. That's what they do.
2: That's and what that's what do. they'll continue to do. Bengals. Okay. So I feel like every team I have has got serious running back issues. And this team is no different. <laughs> this team is no different. So Giovanni Bernard, he is, was the man again this week in the backfield in terms of time played. So he had 51 snaps. Whereas Jeremy Hill only saw twenty six of those out of seventy seven, that is a really pathetic number. And I will say it: Hill needs to be benched. He has to be benched for you right now. It is yeah. it is getting out of control. And the pure fact of the matter is is that Giovanni Bernard they look like a better offense when he's in. They just look better. He's better yeah. out there. They're they're operating much better as an offense and in a rush when he is in. It's just it just is what it is. Jeremy Hill has to be benched. I am sorry. I am also a Jeremy Hill owner, and it is very awful news, but it, it is true. But Marvin Jones, Marvin, Marvin Jones, <laughs> Marvin,
0: I love Marvin. him. He
2: he actually was playing for sixty seven of the seventy seven snaps that they had, um, which is great. And he had five catches for ninety five ninety sorry ninety four yards and a touchdown. This is the second week in a row, guys, that he was targeted in the end zone. It's, it's like he's kind of back to his game like he was in 2013. Because keep in mind, he was out last season. So people kind right. of forgotten about Marvin Jones because he didn't play last year. They didn't have the stats to look at. But he was targeted a decent amount in 2013. And he was definitely a touchdown vulture in 2013. And I think we're going to see that again in 2015. And I like him. I like him a lot. A.J. Green had a great game, 10 catches for 227 yards. Amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah, he's only the second player in um, Ravens history with a 10-plus catches um, for a 225-plus yards game, um, plus two touchdowns. So he's you know doing his history, whatever. He's great. I love it. Andy Dalton, 20 for 32. He had – it's kind of sad that his career high is only 383 yards. <laughs> but you know what? They're throwing. They are like a throwing machine right now. And I know I sound crazy, but they're back to, like, the bangles of – 2013 when they were actually like offense all over the place. And what I like about it is that Andy Dalton right now has an 84 quarterback rating and that's through the three games and his best in 2013 back when they were good was 56.8. So he's playing better than he did then (laughs) with the same targets. And, and this is when AJ Green like went off margin Jones went off. And I think it's possible. And I would also consider Andy Dalton this week to play. I have Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylor, and Derek Carr
1: at the bottom of the top ten this week in my rankings.
2: The Chiefs give up the second most points to quarterbacks, guys. The Mm -hmm. second most. And they give the absolute most up to wide receivers. This will be a magical, magical week for any wide receiver and Andy Dalton this week. If you're ever going to play him, this is
0: definitely the week to play him. That's it. I think the Chiefs' defense is going to have a comeback. I think Andy Dalton's going to go have a little bit more of uh turnovers like he's used to. Like
2: but worse. here's the thing. Dalton always throws interceptions. He's one of those guys that you can't look at the interceptions and get frustrated. Like Andrew Luck. Like yeah. Andrew Luck. They always throw interceptions, but they also always convert <laughs> touchdowns for your wide receivers that you actually care about for fantasy.
0: <laughs> it is what it is. Love it. Love it. Like Andrew Luck. Oh, <laughs> uh, friends a luck hater. Ashley's a Smith defender. I so love famous. Andrew Luck,
1: but he is not Aaron Rodgers. He is Brett Favre.
2: There's
0: throws he, will, a, he throws way.
1: interceptions. He's a gunslinger. That's yeah. who he is. A- Aaron
0: Rodgers does not. That's why he was number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cleveland Browns and San Diego Chargers. Fine,
1: fine. Travis Benjamin scored another touchdown. Do you guys know he's five touchdowns in three
0: games? The highest, the highest amount of touchdowns in the NFL. Uh, so, but
1: finally, this was the first one thrown by Josh McCown, though. That's why this it was like true. you couldn't you couldn't start him because you, all of his touchdowns were, were, were the shooting. guy who was yeah. getting benched. Um, but that's, you know, double. You know, he got ten targets last week, which is double. The most targets he got prior to last week was four. So that means that the coaching staff wants to get him more involved. So I am changing my tune based off of game plan. You should actually pick up or start or whatever, Travis Benjamin, if you have him. Um, they are going to continue trying to get him uh, involved. It's, it's inexplicable, but it's true. Josh McCown is the starter. Stop it with Johnny Menzel. It's not Ooh, happening. And the coach, you, again, is like, this is not happening, people. And
2: Allegedly, the players are upset.
1: Of course the they are.
2: Menzel is magic. But here we go. we got locker room drama now. I hate locker room drama. It's always locker room drama. drama. It's
1: Cleveland. It's like in the water. Gary (laughs) Barnage also saw 10 targets. But that's because the Raiders are terrible against tight ends, and that was a game plan thing. Don't expect that this week. McCowan had 49 pass attempts last week. That's crazy because they were trying to fight back. So don't expect that as well. And there is a possibility that Isaiah Crowell could have a nice game if he'd showed us any other signs of life this season. If you're desperate, this is a great matchup. They give up the second-most points to running backs, but he's only gone over 36 yards once all season. And in Week 2, he went 72 yards and a touchdown. That's it. That's his max. So um, he's not involved with the the passing game, so he's risky. It's a standard-only
2: desperate play. What kind of NFL world are we living in where McCown throws 49 pass attempts and Andrew Luck throws 13? It's crazy. It's 2015. I
0: can't it's talk about it. It's the beginning of the it. season. We'll get better. Everybody's going to get better. Uh, San Diego Chargers. Let's start off with Hayden has an injury to his ribs. So without Joe Hayden means yeah. success for the San Diego Chargers. Even if he does play, he was very slow with Amar Cooper, and he really let Cooper score on him. I think he got 11 or 12 points. So, um, hey, sign me up. Keenan Allen had 133 yards and two touchdowns against Minnesota last week. He is a must-start. It's tough to say whether or not Melvin Gordon is getting this NFL thing or not. (laughs) Kind of like, ooh, you know, can he make the jump from college to the NFL? I'm not sure yet, but if you own him, which 98% of leagues in Yahoo do own him, you have to start him this week against the Browns who give up the third most fantasy points to running backs. Correct you don't start him, why do you have him? Okay? Great. This is one of those matchups. Trade him. Just trade him. If you don't want him, trade him. Um, anyways, San Diego um, had a tough time getting anything going last week um, that yeah, wasn't didn't. Keenan Allen, but I think Danny Woodhead will have a bounce back week this week. Um, so we're going to play him. The and one week I play
2: him. And you know what?
0: I, the one week. I know, right? I played him in two of my leagues as well. But I will say, like, Cleveland has yet to go up against a running back that is a rusher and a receiver. So I don't know if they're going to be able to really understand how to cover him um, as well as some other teams that have played against, you know, the Gino, Giovanni Bernards and, and um, the Shane Vereens out there in the world, you know, that just do that naturally. So I'm all in on Woodhead. Uh, I am still, I'm still think he's a start. Um, and I like Stevie Johnson as well with all that is said. I, you know, I, I, I don't like Philip Rivers. Just don't. He's had four interceptions so far this year and two fumbles. He's just not my favorite start per quarterback. Sorry. I love you, Rivers. <sighs> Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. Aaron
1: Rodgers hasn't thrown an interception at home since 2012. Um, That's such a crazy stat. I love it. It's crazy. He's away, but he's still the best and the absolute best. And pro football focus, I don't know if you saw the drama, but they gave him a negative ranking on his performance. Did you see this? And people went crazy. They went nuts. They were like, how do you give him a negative ranking after that performance last week? And and they they actually came out with like, and we have friends at Pro Football Focus. Hi, Mike Clay. But they, and, and they are the best. Pro Football Focus is by far the best as far as stats and everything else. But they went and they were like, well, there was that like um, interception that got called back and we count those as mistakes. And then there was like, his touchdowns were all easy plays, quote unquote, or whatever else. And yes, he has immeasurables that we can't really count. Calc- and it was it was like so crazy, you know. It was just like, oh come on, come on, you know. Yeah, so yeah. It's just it's funny because that's why this this game playing fantasy is so crazy and fun because you get people that are like, no, I can justify that Aaron Rodgers deserves a negative ranking with a straight face.
2: Well, it's hard to give him a negative ranking when they blow up like that. I mean, <laughs> 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 it's
1: absurd. Uh, But anyway, I have nothing else to say. You start Cobb. You start James Jones. I was wrong about that guy. Absolutely. You start Eddie Lacy. He's practicing in full now. He's fine. Stop trying to get me to play Richard Rodgers. That's the only one I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do it. Um, And I'd start (laughs) that Green Bay defense. Um, They've had an interception in every game so far this season. They're not great. But Colin Kaepernick had four interceptions last week. So I think that streak will
0: continue. Oh, man. The Green Bay Packers just heard you, Brandon. Maybe you want to start Richard Rogers this week, you guys. I'm not sure, but <laughs> it might it might be it might be the Green Bay Gods coming down on you.
1: They're so good that you do start everyone except for Richard Rogers, and so Lovely. I just have to say his name. This is fine. He's totally getting a Let it out. Um, He's totally but speaking of the 49ers, Tim Tumsula, or Jim Timsula, their head coach, had to say, "quote I believe in Colin Kaepernick, and if you're saying that week three, we got problems." Uh-huh. <sighs> Already? Only nine completed passes last week for 67 yards. The, the, the Cardinals are fantastic, uh,
0: but whoa. I, that I, that was a really tough beginning of the game. It was just a really hard time to start off a game. Two defensive touchdowns, it's not healthy.
2: It was irrational. Yeah. The, I can't the, even the, comment on it because I, I, I just get a smile on my face when we talk about Colin Kaepernick. Just, I know you have for years been saying I this. Do, I know. It. Irrationally, <laughs> I have hate, While I irrationally like Alex Smith, I irrationally hate Colin Kaepernick. And I'm, I'm really glad that my feelings yeah. are being proven this year. <laughs>
1: well. stop it. Listen, the San Francisco Cardinals' final score was 47-7, and frankly, that doesn't even show what a blowout it was. If
2: that's did, you see that, did you see that meme about Colin Kaepernick and the barber? No. I'm trying to the exact wording, but it's like a picture of him like completely disheveled where he clearly needed to have a trim on his beard and his haircut, and like Colin Kaepernick so bad his barber won't even call him back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I actually kind
2: of feel bad for Colin Kaepernick oh, I really yeah. just Stop it
0: Stop Me it do. I do okay, My daughter anyway. has a crush on him too I
1: Future Hall of Famer Carlos Hyde uh, Is <laughs> is being hampered by his team only 13 and 15 carries in the last two games after his 26 carry 168 yard two touchdown premiere they need to get back to the run and you know what that's how you're going to win and i know it's going to take you longer and it's annoying but that that's the only thing that's happening but you know what we don't coach and that's why when we're giving advice sometimes we're wrong but that doesn't mean we're actually wrong it means it didn't happen that way and in this case it should be they should be running It's like Frank Gore last year. It's all upsetting. Um, But no one else. Sorry, Torrey Smith owners. I told you to trade him last week. Hope you listened. And Quan Bolden. Whoops. Vernon Davis. It doesn't matter. If there's only 67 yards to go around for the whole game, it is what it is.
0: St. Louis Rams and the Arizona
2: Cardinals. So the Rams have no chance in this game. And I'm going to read off the stats as to why. Cardinals give up the third-fewest points to quarterbacks, the eighth-fewest to running backs, the fourth-fewest to wide receivers, the third-fewest to tight ends, the second-fewest to defenses, but the ninth-most to kickers. Oh, so Greg exactly. Zerline's got a shot. I'm starting him in my daily lineup. That's great. That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Nick Foles, he had 19 of 28 um, pass attempts, only 197 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception last week. And that was against the Steelers whose defense is terrible. Right. So if you aren't able to put up even remotely decent numbers against the Steelers, you're going to really struggle against the Cardinals. Don't even think twice about it. We've presented you with multiple a plethora of good quarterback options this week. (laughs) Do not go down this road. Kenny Britt had a good game, seven receptions for 102 yards. I want you to not care about that. I want you to put that out of your head. Because Jared Cook has been the top target the first two weeks, and then all of a sudden it was Kenny Britt this week, and next week he'll be a different receiver. (laughs) We've got a Brian Quick announcement that he may or may not play this week, so he could be the guy. It could be Tavon Austin. Just don't go there. Don't go there. You have no idea, and you're going to get burned. The running game is horrible. Trey Mason, (laughs) only nine attempts for 16 yards. Ouch. Betty Cunningham only carried the ball once. For 12 yards, had two receptions for 18. Also, ouch. Todd Gurley made his season debut. Bit disappointing. Six carries for only nine yards. You put this delightful trio together, guys. Gurley, Cunningham, and Mason. And it is the least productive running back team thus far to date this season in the entire NFL with only 111 rushing yards between three players. It mm, is pitiful mm, mm. and terrible. Stay away from all of them unless you want to go with a kicker. That's it.
0: That's it. Boom. Here's our Cardinals. All right. Here we go. As the Rams are serious, you guys. The Cardinals have yet to go up against a defense that was good. So and we'll you can play the Steelers
2: now. defense,
0: maybe. maybe. Or, maybe. The or the St. Louis defense, yes. Or defense. St. Louis defense, yeah. yeah. yep. Yes. Never play the um, Steelers um, defense. If you have a better matchup, I would say go with him. But uh, Palmer has been putting up some good numbers, um, but he's been going against bad defenses. So it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game for Arizona to see how they how, see how they pan out against a good defense. Um, they give up the fourth fewest to quarterbacks, fifth fewest to wide receivers. Um, you can't bench Larry Fitzgerald, you guys. He's on like this old man streak. He's like doing everything. Totally into him. Renaissance. Sorry your expectations, but playing him. Um, St. Louis has given up the six most fantasy points to wide receivers. Andre Ellington is back. But I think Chris Johnson has won the starting job. I think he will continue to get the majority of the carries. I am starting him. I'm okay with it. They are not as good against the running game, so I'm doing it. Um, and they're right in the middle with tight ends, but who cares? They don't have any. Uh, defense is a must-start. St. Louis gives up the fourth-most fantasy points to defenses. So, boom, insert there. Minnesota Vikings, the Denver Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater is the new Alex Smith, Ashley Ann, of the NFL. Just manage that clock. Just manage that clock. Um, he's been so all over the board in fantasy. I just don't love him. I can't trust him yet. Um, and he's going up against Denver, and so he'll give up the few fantasy points to Terrible quarterbacks. I'm not not playing anyone on this team. Um, uh, uh, Jamal Charles had 14 fantasy points playing against the Denver Broncos, and that is with two fumbles. I think AP will get 20 less yards but one less fumble. So I think he's going to have very similar points. I think he's going to be right there in the middle of the teams, still playing AP. Kyle Rudolph will probably get you five points. If that's enough for you to start him in your tight end position, I think you should do it. If it's not, you got a better matchup, you've got a better tight end, do that instead. Other than that, everybody's on the bench. Everybody's on the bench, okay? It's the Denver Broncos here. The best defense in the league. All right. I don't Denver even Broncos. think it's close. I don't even think it's close. I it's think the Denver Broncos are, like, by far the best. The best. The best. I yes. agree with you. Um, and, yes, we're Broncos fans, but that doesn't matter. Look at the points, no. people. No. Look at the points. Yeah. Uh, Denver Broncos, this team is easy, you guys. Minnesota is just okay in all areas of the defense. They're right in the middle. They're just okay. Uh, So what does that mean, that you start Peyton Manning? Because that's what you do. You drafted him. You're starting him. Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. Last week wasn't great for Emmanuel, but he should have another great week on Sunday. I'm totally okay with it. Demarius isn't putting up huge numbers this year, you guys. And he may not against it this week, but he is consistent, and you can't beat that. Peyton Manning didn't have an Aaron Rodgers night, but he got it done. Okay? Yep. I'll just need to simmer down here. They're giving you your fantasy points to stop crying. All right? Who's not giving you your fantasy points is those awful running backs. And until that <laughs> offensive line improves, you can't start either one. They're of them. so bad. I think they're worse than the Rams running backs. No. Actually. I think so. I
2: might. You know what? You might be it's right, Courtney. It's true. We <laughs> yeah. two of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it's, that it's bad. bad, you guys. And seriously, until literally they blow up on your bench, I would not start them.
2: No, I agree. I don't even that. care
0: what the matchup is. You're not starting them. They're they're just not. Be doing
2: okay it. with them blowing up on your bench.
0: Be okay. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Sometimes um, players have to prove it to you, and they are for sure in that that bucket right now. Yeah, they have to Evans. prove it to
0: their coaches too. So. Go Peyton Manning. I hope he just airs that ball out all night. Of course, you're going to start the Denver defense, the best defense in the league, and you're going to start Brandon McManus because he's almost the best kicker in the league. Sunday night football, Dallas Cowboys, the New Orleans Saints. Joseph Randall scored three rushing touchdowns oh last week,
1: but Atlanta has a terrible defense against the run. Terrible. He's yet to get more than 18 carries in a game. He's not involved with the passing game. Why? Because Lance Dunbar is your PPR flex play every single week. In three games, he has 21 catches on 23 targets for 215 yards. Now, only 13 rushing yards, but he's basically just like a wide receiver light. PPR. It is what it is. Eight or more targets in every game for Iron Man Witten. Um, more of a PPR guy because it's all very short yardage and Brandon Whedon's throwing the ball. But still, he's a safety valve and someone that you can roster. Terrence Williams was held without a catch last week. So Only bad. two targets. Uh, it's a difficult team to figure out with Brandon Whedon. I'm sorry. It just is. It's a little messy. I'm not entirely sure. And um, New Orleans, oddly enough, gives up the 10th fewest points to wide receivers at this current junction. So... I don't love it. Whedon uh, just does check downs to Dunbar, basically. That's his whole, you know, game plan. It's a disaster. Um, but also for Halloween. So I was on SiriusXM with um, Tony Kinkata and um, uh, Nando DeFino. And Nando said that I should be Brandon Whedon for Halloween. And I think what he means is that I'm Brandon, but then I like weed. You know, like Whedon. So I like take out weeds. I was thinking I should be Brandon Cooks and have a little kitchen set. There you go. I like that. Oh,
0: I like that.
1: Or another guy on Twitter suggested i be Brandon Marshall and dress as, like, a cowboy, like a Marshall, like, with a badge. <laughs> so one. I actually didn't realize that I have so many options.
0: You totally do.
2: I almost wish she could, like, do all three. You know, like, have some people have, like, split jerseys. Yeah. Or, like, multiple wedding dresses.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who would you start?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, really, I might po- put it up on Twitter, but what should Brandon be... Which Brandon should Brandon be for Halloween is gonna be our new
0: thing, along with Brandon. That. Brandon Bowstick. Oh, how do I do that? I don't know. You have a bow it, and you might stick be on the end. end. Might mm. be able to do it all together. Probably. Well, I think Brandon Cooks is my favorite so far. There's two Brandon, Brandon Marshalls in the NFL, isn't there? So I think maybe oh, you yeah. should do that one. <clears throat> well, that's true. I two, that's two's fair. over one.
1: Anyway, that's my analysis.
2: Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Saints. So our boy, Mr. Generator, maybe if you give him a chance, him. he could shine. I love it. 31 of 38 passes for 310 yards. He did have an interception. But you know what? Pretty good showing. He was. He did good. He spread the ball all the way across the team. Um, hey, I, you know. I don't like him this week against the Cowboys if Bree doesn't go, but I want to give the shout out because you know what? You were given your chance to shine and you shined. You did, you shimmered. Granted, they it was a loss, but you know what? He himself <laughs> did pretty good. So Sean Payton, he is, you know, he's optimistic. That, you know, saying that Drew Brees, who has a hurt shoulder, uh is expected to play, and Breeze has gone on to say that he feels good, that he's gonna play. So that was, that was probably the end of it for Luke McCown. But you know what? I don't want you to start Drew Brees. Because I don't...
0: Heck no.
2: I don't love it. The Cowboys give that shoulder give up. problem. Cowboys no give up the fifth fewest points to quarterbacks. And I don't want you to be lulled into the fact that Breeze is going to play again. You think he's going to do well. He's probably not, guys. You've got too many other good options out there that we've discussed for you to play a hurt Breeze against the Cowboys who give up the fifth fewest. You just just don't do it. Please, please don't do it. Cook's finally got into the action, guys. He had... Um, Let's see here, 79 yards. He had 62 yards last week. So he's not put up the numbers we were expecting for a wide receiver one. But he's, you know, a wide receiver three numbers, I would say. So if you are in a league that you can start three wide receivers, you can feel confident about Brandon Cooks. Ingram. I do not know why Sean Payton loves the running back committee so much. Just give Ingram the ball and let him Agreed. do his thing. Ugh. So... So even though he's in the committee of sorts with Kyrie Robinson or C.J. Spiller, he had 99 combined yards total. 50 of those came from rushing off 14 attempts. But if he could do so much more if you gave him the ball. If you let him be a 20-touch guy, you could maybe be winning some football games here. Please. Anyway, um, C.J. Spiller, do not go there. Please, 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 please do not go
0: there. Don't do it. Ugh, sad. Monday night game, Detroit Lions and the Seattle Seahawks. We'll make this one kind of short here,
2: guys. Joyke Bell, 10 carries for six yards. Ouch. Amir Abdullah, the past two games, he's only had 32 yards. He had that grace first game, and then it's just been like, boo. Everybody loves Amir Abdullah. But the thing is that Coach Jim Caldwell still says that he believes that Joyke Bell will be able to return to the level of play of last year. So stay away from both of them because you don't know what he's actually going to do. Caldwell is showing his faith in Bell. Neither of them are doing great. Stay away from it. I don't love it. Matthew Stafford, again, it's been an interesting sort of situation for him. He hasn't been doing great. Um, Calvin Johnson had eight catches for 77 yards. Golan Tate had five catches for 57, but that was against the Broncos secondary. So it exactly. could have been a lot worse. The fact that they got those points, you should feel okay about. Now, granted, Matthew Stafford was kind of hurt. Make sure you're checking and make sure everything's healthy and everything is good there. So don't freak out that they played the Broncos and the numbers weren't as much. I as was totally was.
0: happy with Calvin Johnson getting 77 yards. I I think so too against the Broncos. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I was so, but I in was daily he ahead.
1: was a fade because he cost too much.
0: Oh it, yeah. Well, you see yeah. in daily not to play him, play against right? the Broncos.
1: Yeah. Right, but but, like, but oh. in season long you have to play Calvin Johnson.
0: Yeah, you gotta play him, and yeah, for seventy-seven yards it's fine.
2: It's I'm okay with that. What is interesting, we won't get entirely into it is that Golden Tate has gone on to say that he's had opponents tell him that they knew the plays that were going to be called. So there's been this whole debacle over the play calling. Detroit Lions Office of Coordinator Joe Lombardi, he's going to remain the play caller, but they've got to work some things out because for whatever reason, apparently people know the plays quite well. And I don't know why they would actually tell them that he knows the plays, but that's the drama there. Uh, in terms of the Seahawks, Lynch, the issue he's got the calf issue he then also has the hamstring issue it's probably a back issue that's causing all these injuries to be honest with you it's probably pulling on the this particular muscles but he had five carries for 14 yards and one pass it wasn't great and he's not necessarily expected to play he's only a 50 50 call this week so watch out for that but if he doesn't play thomas rolls had 16 carries for 104 yards grand that was against the bears but still a, pos- <laughs> still a possibility. Go try to get Carlos Williams, but if you're really in a pinch, nobody owns that guy, and it's a possibility because they do give up the 12th most points to running back, so he could have a decent game. It's possible. They finally. It's possible. It's,
0: it's po- <laughs> That's a And possible Jimmy Graham, sentence. yeah,
2: he finally got included. <laughs> he, th- he threw his little fit. He made his public little rant, and he finally got incorporated eight targets, 83 yards, and a touchdown, so you're probably okay to play him. And I can't, I would love enough time for me to get into my Russell Wilson rant, so we won't do it. You can do it. I can't. We well, I mean, if, I mean, he only had 235 yards and one touchdown, and mm-hmm. he only rushed for 28. I mean, you've, come on, you've got Marshawn Lynch out, you should be rushing then. You've got Jimmy Graham is a great option. So why does he, like, it's the mystery of how do they not have more points? How? Fantasy points. It's the most right? you know frustrating know I mean?
0: thing. You're going to, like Chicago Bears mystery you punted every single time and
1: you only got that many points I am very concerned that they only scored 24 points on a
2: Bears team that punted every
1: time I think yeah. that's a really bad sign
2: it's a really bad sign and that's it's what really I'm saying at we get into the Russell well, is at home you had Jimmy Graham playing and you, you only got one touchdown Grant Marshall Lynch was out but you still got rushers that are doing well and they still score minimal points
0: on a it's very offensive bad line. Team. It's the offensive line, and honestly, I think trying to get Jimmy Graham into the offense that much really messed with their system too. Yeah, well, and I so, so and that's I the thing. think that. Yeah, I just think that. Screw the Jimmy Graham. Do what works, you know. And, and the I'm typical sorry. wide
2: receivers. Curse has seventy-six yeah. receiving yards for the first game. Zeroes out on you second. Another seventy-six week three. You can't count on any of them. You know, Russell Wilson can't count on them. It's just,
0: it's. I'm concerned. I'm interested to see how they do against the Detroit Lions. It will be interesting. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for listening to our week Four analysis. You can always hear us on herfantasyfootball.com or blog talk radio forward slash her fantasy football. You can chat with us on iTunes, or excuse me, you can't chat with us on iTunes. You can listen to us on iTunes and yeah. Twitter. <laughs> you, you can, can try to them. chat with us, but you won't. We won't talk back. Uh, but you can chat with us on Twitter at her fantasy FB and on Facebook forward slash her fantasy football. If you haven't gotten enough of us, you guys, we're on again. We're on Saturday nights on serious sex fantasy networks or fantasy sports show uh, and from 8 to 10 Eastern. So come check us out. And make sure you subscribe to us at HerFancyFootball.com so you can get our fun diced game that we do with FanDuel. Um, we give you four ingredients, four plays you have to do in your FanDuel lineup. And whoever wins gets a prize. So make sure to subscribe to us at HerFancyFootball.com. Until next time, no more faking it. <laughs>